The only limits you have are the limits that you believe. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. So today's episode is going to be a short one, I think, <laughs> and it's also going to be a little bit different. So I just got back from a trip to Chicago where I attended a conference. You might have seen some Instagram stories floating around of me at this conference, really having the time of my life there. <laughs> but there were quite a few aha moments that came up for me uh, before, during, and even after the conference. So I thought I would share them with you in today's episode. Now, the conference I attended was a speaking conference, and it was one of the most exciting and fun conferences I have ever ever attended. Now, I am a stickler for organization, and I'm also a former event organizer, fun fact, and I can say that everything about this conference was as smooth as whipped butter. Not just regular butter, whipped butter. It was that smooth. Okay, so let's dive into the five lessons I learned and how they'll help you to develop more belief and confidence in yourself. So the first one is community. I really learned about the importance of community, not only like before the conference, but definitely at the conference as well. I also learned about the importance of, and I knew this already, but I guess I would say it cemented the importance of your environment, meaning the people that you surround yourself with. And I talk about this in my book, Unbreakable. There's a whole chapter I'm um, talking about your environment and how your environment is stronger than your willpower. It's probably one of my favorite chapters in that book. So make sure you check out my book, Unbreakable. I'll drop a link in the show notes for you. But when people think about environment, they think about their physical environment, right? So they think about, you know, the, the your bookshelf or, you know, I don't know, things you might have on your desk or if you're in your kitchen, right? You think about the foods that you have on your countertop or in your pantry. All of those things are important too, but What's really important is the people that you surround yourself with. So that was definitely reiterated for me at this conference, because when you surround yourself with like-minded individuals, you are much more likely to achieve your goals. And, you know, on a professional level, like seeing the community that, um, you know, the host had cultivated where everyone is just striving to attain the best version of themselves and really make an impact in this world was just so impactful and just so powerful to be a part of. Um, and again, just going back like on a personal level, just being surrounded by like-minded people and just the power of accountability. And by the end of the conference, I actually formed a mini accountability group, which I am so ecstatic about because when you're an entrepreneur, at times it can feel like a very lonely journey and you can feel like you're just kind of 
in your own silo. So I'm really excited about these ladies that I partnered up with and our mini accountability group to just kind of keep us all moving forward on our goals. You know, I'm really, really fortunate to have a very supportive family and also supportive friends. But again, only entrepreneurs truly understand the life and the sacrifices of an entrepreneur. So I just feel so excited to be collaborating with like-minded individuals. Um, And I have really big plans. I have to tell you this, and I wasn't I wasn't really sure when to talk about this, but you're hearing this here first. I have big plans for my community and I'm going to be sharing those plans very soon. But my goal is to build more of a community so that we can all keep each other accountable to sticking to our health goals. You know, and going back to accountability for a second, you know, many of us have goals in our life, but we often take the long road and we struggle to do it all on our own rather than asking for help. And this conference really made me realize that I need to stop doing that and that I'm doing myself and others around me that I care about a disservice when I try to shoulder everything on my own. So I want you to think about something in your life right now that you'd like to accomplish, whether it's eating healthier, whether it's financial goals, whether it's relationship goals. I want you to think about something in your life right now. And you probably know what that is, right? But think about that. And I want you to find somebody to hold you accountable to achieving it. Because all of that hustle to prove that you're strong enough to handle it all on your own eventually is going to lead you to exhaustion and burnout. All right. So the next thing that I learned about was lifelong learning. Now, I am a very, uh, a very curious person and I am always, always learning. Okay. I actually learned a lot at this conference, both in business and also my personal life. And I believe that when you're not learning, you're not growing. So I want you to also think about something you've, you've always wanted, something you've always wanted to learn and make a plan to do it, make a plan to learn it. You know, for me personally, like, you know, I speak all the time. I'm always doing some sort of video or I'm on TV or I'm doing this podcast. I am constantly communicating. I'm constantly speaking. And I consider myself to be pretty decent at it, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to learn how to be even more impactful because I just have such a passion and desire for helping people to live and eat healthier. So I found a speaking mentor right? And I started following her. I started joining all of her challenges that she had and the different virtual events that she had. And then I was like, okay, I want to take things a step further and I want to go to this conference, right? So even if you're good at something, there's always an opportunity to go from good to great. Okay. So think about that thing that you want to learn right now and make a plan to do it. All right. So the next thing I learned about was investing in yourself. Now I got to say, attending this conference was not cheap. There was the conference ticket, there was the airfare, there was the hotel, and there was all of the food that I ate. (laughs) Now, most of this was in American dollars, right? And I'm a Canadian and the Canadian dollar sucks right now. So this was a significant investment, which actually made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. But as a business owner, I know about the importance of investments. I also know about the importance of getting outside of your comfort zone. And I know when something's making me feel uncomfortable, it's usually because that's exactly the thing that I need to do. Okay. So you also need to understand the value of investing in yourself. Now, many people claim that they can't afford to eat healthy and I get it. Food costs are on the rise, right? However, eating healthy can be just as budget friendly as splurging on junk food. Okay. If you know what to look out for. 
In fact, you know, maybe swapping your chocolate bar or your bag of chips for an apple or whatever fruit is in season right now can actually save you money while giving your body the nutrients that it needs. And actually, that's a tip right there. If you eat in-season foods, it's actually going to be cheaper, okay? So I want you to check out one of the previous episodes for eating healthy on a budget for money-saving tips, or you can also check out my Eat Cheap, Live Good meal plan guide where I share how to eat really, really well on like pennies a day, okay? Now, I know that having a clear idea of what's necessary to carry out my professional aspirations would help me to reach my goals much more quickly. Okay. And I knew that by going to this conference, it was going to help me to achieve the goals that I have for myself to finish out this year and heading into next year. It was going to help me to achieve those things more quickly. So the same is true for your health. Having a clear idea of what's necessary to achieve your health goals will help you to stay on track and effectively determined where to allocate your spending money. For example, if you know you need someone to hold you accountable with exercise, you may want to invest in a personal trainer. Or if you know that you need accountability with following through on your healthy eating habits because you can't do it alone due to lack of willpower or lack of motivation or because you're busy, you may want to consider investing in a health coach. Health coaching is not a luxury especially if you're struggling. It's an investment in yourself to go from feeling tired, overweight, overwhelmed, confused, stuck, and frustrated to feeling and looking like a million bucks and restoring your confidence in yourself and your abilities at the same time. Now, many of us are putting our money into things where you won't get a return on your investment. So again, having a clear idea of what's necessary to carry out your health goals will help you to stay on track and effectively determine where to allocate your spending money. So take some time to think about that. Take some time to think about where you've been thinking about investing. And I'm not just talking about stocks and bonds here. I'm talking about investing in different areas of your life. Maybe it's relationships. Maybe your relationship with your partner is not what you want it to be. Maybe you need to invest in a relationship coach. Maybe your finances are all out of order. Maybe you need to invest in a, in a financial person, right? Maybe your health is out of whack. Maybe you need to invest in a health coach, right? So look at the areas of your life right now where you're struggling. And instead of doing it alone, ask for help. Why struggle alone? Hey guys, it's Trudy Stone here. Do you find yourself struggling to make healthy food choices? Are you confused about what's actually healthy? If you've ever struggled with food, diets, or your weight, then my book Unbreakable is your guidebook for life. Imagine if you could find yourself eating and living healthier effortlessly without the struggle and without relying on willpower. That's what you'll learn in my book Unbreakable. In Unbreakable, you'll discover the seven most effective habits for achieving long-term weight management and health. These are the same habits that help me to lose 30 pounds and keep it off. Use these seven habits and you win big time. Neglect them and life will be a never-ending cycle of dieting, exhaustion, and lack of motivation. With straightforward and easy-to-apply tips, Unbreakable will teach you rock-solid habits to make real, lasting change in your life without deprivation and relying on willpower. Grab it on Amazon today. There's also a link in the show notes for you. Okay? All right. So the next thing I learned was belief in yourself. Now I am an introvert. Okay. People never believe me when I say this because they see how I am on TV. They see how I am when I talk to them and you see how I talk or not see you hear how I talk on this podcast. 
right? So people never think that I'm an introvert, right? But yes, I can be the life of the party, but I'm actually an introvert extrovert, or I think people call it an ambivert. So the prefix ambi actually means both, and then vert means to turn. So extroverts turn outward, whereas introverts turn inward. And ambiverts turn both inward and outward, depending on the situation. So that just means that depending on the circumstances, you know, they might prefer to spend either an evening alone, watching Grey's Anatomy, (laughs) or be the life of the party, right? So they can be reserved when the situation calls for it, and then can be like gregarious when an outgoing manner maybe is more suitable. So I shared this on social media while I was at the conference, but you know, I never thought that I was a good speaker. You know, in fact, I would rarely speak up for myself or for what I desired. And the first person who made me realize that my voice was powerful and that I was a great communicator was actually one of my college communication professors. And I remember, I will never forget this day. I remember in that class one day, I had to give a speech and I thought that I was going to toss my cookies right there on the classroom floor. Okay. My armpits were sweaty. My knees were shaking. And as my name was called, I trudged up to the front of the class. And I remember when I got up there and I looked at all my classmates sitting there and it was a packed room. And I see my teacher sitting in the corner on the left-hand side, all eyeballs on me. You know, I remember just before I started speaking, having what I can only describe as an out-of-body experience where I immediately shed all of the fears, the insecurities, and the nerves that I had, and I gave my speech. And at the end of my speech, people are actually speechless. You know, my teacher stood up and clapped, and it was on that day that a seed was planted. And I had realized that I had been bearing my potential by hiding my voice. Okay. And I'm, oh, I feel like I'm always getting emotional on this podcast with you guys, but just, you know, thinking back to that day, it makes me emotional because like I said, like I had all these limiting beliefs. I never thought that I was a good speaker. I always said to myself, why would people care what I have to say? And it was on that day where I actually tossed those limiting beliefs aside. And I actually got up in front of that class and gave that speech. I finally realized my full potential. Now, fast forward many years later to when I met the magnetic Ashley Kirkwood, who is my virtual speaking mentor. She has just renewed my passion for speaking and has really helped me to continue to unearth my drive to be more impactful in this world. I have just learned so much from her when it comes to being a more impactful speaker and having the faith in myself that I can and will succeed in spite of any limiting beliefs that continue to stumble on my path. And that's why I was so excited to be at that conference, you know, to be in her presence, to be in the presence of other professional speakers, because, you know, truthfully, I almost let my limiting beliefs hold me back from attending that conference because I was like, there are so many accomplished speakers at this event and in this room, it's like, who am I to be in this room amongst all of these people? But You know, what we need to realize about limiting beliefs is that we create them to protect us from future pain, but they serve as self-fulfilling prophecies. We tend to look for evidence to support our beliefs and dismiss anything that contradicts them. 
So whenever limiting beliefs come out for you, the next time I I want you to ask yourself, instead of thinking about all the things that could go wrong, focus on all the things that could go right. And a lot went right for me at this conference in terms of a renewed mindset, new friendships and relationships, and how I want to show up for my community in this world. And speaking of beliefs, I want you to develop unbreakable belief in yourself. And I talked about the importance of beliefs quite a bit on this podcast because they're so important. So I'm going to drop some links actually in the show notes so you guys can check out those past episodes. But what you need to understand is this, your beliefs are thoughts that you just keep thinking over and over again, which is why monitoring your thoughts and rewriting your script are so important. Your beliefs are driving the bus. They take you where you're going, whether you're paying attention or not. So to change your behavior, your habits, and your health for good, you need to start believing new things about yourself. Belief is so important when it comes to loving yourself and having confidence in yourself. Okay, so the last thing that I learned or that was reiterated for me were the importance of habits. You know, and this was actually a surprise to hear about at this conference, but there was a panel with some real estate millionaires and I was so happy to hear them talk about the importance of habits. And what really stood out to me was that they talked about the non-negotiable habits that they stick to even in tough and challenging times. And I really resonated with this one because, you know, sometimes when life gets tough or when life gets busy or challenging, we have a tendency to bail on our healthy habits. And I'm not perfect. Even I do it sometimes. But it's important to realize that you are the sum of your habits. And the importance of consistency, the importance of knowing about consistency when it comes to reaching your goals, rather than just doing things whenever you feel like it. So you are the sum of your habits, those things that you do consistently. You know, I believe that your health and your wellness, they aren't a destination. It's a way of eating and living on a daily basis. Those small things that are done each and every day on an ongoing journey to feel and to be your best. So I want to challenge you this week to think of one habit that you're trying to change, just one. I don't want you to try to change everything at once because we've talked about that before here on the podcast too, okay? I want to challenge you to think about one habit that you're trying to change or a healthy habit that you're trying to start and make a plan to do one small thing this week to move in the direction of your goal. When you decide what that's what that's going to be, I want you to reach out to me either on Instagram, okay? So I want you to share this episode and I also want you to share the one habit that you're going to be working on this week so that I can support you or pop over to LinkedIn where I'm, you know, spending a lot of time these days, pop over to LinkedIn and share that one habit that you're going to work on this week. Well, that is it for this episode. And before I go, I want to leave you with this. The only limits you have are the limits that you believe. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEstone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also, make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. 
And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.